Keep God's word on your lips Meditate on it day and night Be careful to do what it says Then you will truly be successful Keep God's word on your lips Meditate on it day and night Be careful to do what it says Then you will truly be successful It's day 50 of our 90 day challenge The topic for today is worshipers are visionaries We are now in the book of Habakkuk. Habakkuk, the second chapter, the first through the 20th verse says this. I will stand at my watch and station myself on the ramparts. I will look to see what he will say to me and what answer I am to give to this complaint. Then the Lord replied, write down the revelation and make it plain on tablets so that a herald may run with it for the revelation awaits an appointed time. It speaks of the end and will not prove false. Though it linger, wait for it. It will certainly come and will not delay. See, the enemy is puffed up. His desires are not upright, but the righteous person will live by his faithfulness. Indeed, wine betrays him. He is arrogant and never at rest because he is as greedy as the grave and like death is never satisfied. He gathers to himself all the nations and takes captive all the peoples. Will not all of them taunt him with ridicule and scorn, saying, Woe to him who piles up stolen goods and makes himself wealthy by extortion. How long must this go on? Will not your creditors suddenly arise? Will they not wake up and make you tremble? Then you will become their prey because you have plundered many nations. The peoples who are left will plunder you for you have shed human blood and you have destroyed lands and cities and everyone in them. Woe to him who builds his house by unjust gain, setting his nest on high to escape the clutches of ruin. You have plotted the ruin of many peoples, shaming your own house and forfeiting your life. The stones of the wall cry out. And the beams of the woodwork will echo it. Woe to him who builds a city with bloodshed and establishes a town by injustice. Has not the Lord Almighty determined that the people's labor is only fuel for the fire, that the nations exhaust themselves for nothing? For the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. Woe to him who gives drink to his neighbors, pouring it from the wineskin till they are drunk so that he can gaze on their naked bodies. You will be filled with shame instead of glory. Now it is your turn. Drink and let your nakedness be exposed. The cup from the Lord's right hand is coming around to you and disgrace will cover your glory. The violence you have done to Lebanon will overwhelm you and your destruction of animals will terrify you for you have shed human blood. You have destroyed lands and cities and everyone in them. Of what value is an idol carved by a craftsman or an image that teaches lies? For the one who makes it trusts in his own creation. He makes idols that cannot speak. Woe to him 
who says to wood, come to life or to lifeless stone, wake up. Can it be given guidance? It is covered with gold and silver. There's no breath in it. The Lord is in his holy temple. Let all the earth be silent before him. And that ends our reading for today. The topic is worshipers are visionaries. This worship thought is dedicated to visionaries. I must pause from our regularly scheduled program to encourage someone. Why? Because visionaries are worshipers too. Why? Because the vision you have is an answer to a problem. I believe, visionary, that your gift is making room for you, even though it's not happening as quickly as you want it to. I know you have a strategic plan. I know that your finances may not be where you want them to be. I also know you are trying to figure out where you should spend your energy and time. Should you fundraise? Should you hire a marketing manager or a PR person? Should you go back to school and learn how to do it all yourself? You're stuck between knowing the greatness within you and waiting for the world to catch up. And my word of encouragement to you today is keep building. We talked about it before, but I feel like God wants me to repeat it here. If you build it, God will bring them. Recall the story of Noah in Genesis. Noah was told to build something out of time, an ark, for something that had not happened yet in his lifetime, rain. Remember that worship thought? If you do, go back and read it. Whenever God gives you big vision, it often comes to you out of season. Still, God says build. Remember, Noah focused on building and trusted God to bring two of every animal into the ark. Noah didn't run around chasing the cats and dogs. He didn't put up flyers around town calling all the eagles to come and be saved. God brought them after Noah built it. So visionary, hear me loud and hear me clearly. Every time God gives us a vision in the world, it is an answer to a problem. Our heavenly vision is an answer to an earthly problem. So in order to do vision, you must be willing to accept and assess the problem. Why would God give you a vision to eradicate homelessness if you never saw a homeless person? Why would God give you a vision to help dysfunctional families if your family was so picture perfect? Sometimes God introduces us to a problem by allowing us to embody it. Other times, God makes us a resource to help someone else out of it. But vision begins with the problem. Habakkuk was so upset with God because it seemed like God was not intervening. There was injustice, oppression and violence. And God was seemingly chilling with the seraphim and ignoring the needs of his people. Habakkuk was frustrated. This lesson isn't very pretty, but it's true. Very often, vision is birthed out of the canal of revelation or frustration. Revelation happens when you wake up to the aha moments of life and you exclaim, oh my God, I know what I'm supposed to do, who I'm supposed to be. Frustration is when you wake up and want to quit your job because it is no longer bringing you joy. Frustration happens when you have no other options, no other resources, and when you try to get things implemented and you've hit a wall. Today, God says, embrace both. Embrace the revelation and embrace the frustration. There is something in the land that's missing. Your vision is filling the earth with that missing link. And when you don't do what God put you in the earth for, an abscess remains in the land. You ever tried to eat food with an abscess? 
You ever neglected going to the dentist and then having food stuck in a certain part of your teeth that annoys you and ultimately creates a bigger problem later? For some, God will speak to you the same way he spoke to Habakkuk. For others of us, God will speak through a billboard, a movie, or a friend. So your sensitivity to his voice must be high in this season. When we get to chapter two of this powerful book, Habakkuk is frustrated. God speaks to Habakkuk and says, write it down. Visionaries must write down vision because true vision will always outlive you. Anything God has put you on earth to do is because you are called to start it for the next generation or complete it from a previous generation. You are not the be all and in all of God's greatest idea. You are one piece of a larger puzzle. When you write something down, you can pass it from generation to generation, but don't forget to make it plain. For what good would it be if I walk into my class teaching first and second graders using words they don't understand? Imagine me walking into my daughter's class saying the eschatological musings of diversification often abound in the subportals of the eschaton. Nevertheless, our colloquialisms become vernacular expressions of enigmatic language when we cease to interrogate the text. Listen, friends, don't spend time painting poetic parables. Make it plain. God is relying on you to complete the vision that he started in you a long time ago. Make it plain. God is enlarging vision inside of you and causing you to see it so that you can say it, then do it. Make it plain. In order to get to the level of vision that God is calling you to, you've got to complete the thing God said first. God is trusting you with a God idea. A God idea is a notion from heaven that's so big that you don't even want to tell people what it is. And God is saying to someone reading this, the appointed time is now. God has a timeline attached to the vision. If you don't write it, they can't read it. And if they can't read it, then others can't run. I believe vision is a heavenly download from God that gives you what you need, but it comes to you already complete. The challenge is to move from conception to completion. You need God to help you move. You cannot do this on your own. You need community to help you give birth to it. You can't receive a vision and deliver that vision without some help. The goal of vision should never be money. I'll say it again. The goal of vision should never be money. The goal of vision should be transformation. God will bless your vision when it's not about you. The goal must be about souls. Most times when it comes to vision, you are overqualified in some areas and underqualified in others. So the thing you need in order to carry out vision, you don't have. But God will often gift you in other areas so that you can produce what you didn't even know you needed. Sometimes God has to blind our sight in order to enlarge our vision. Sometimes we are so stuck on what we see that we can't even imagine what God is saying. Vision is a heavenly download. Sight is an earthly overload. The more that you see, the more overloaded you will become. And the more overloaded you are, the more you won't want to do vision. Walk by faith, not by sight. Ask God to blind you spiritually so he can guide you intentionally. 
journey all the way back to the days of Joshua. Joshua didn't use the same leaders Moses used when he stepped into leadership. Instead, according to Joshua 4 and 4, he picked and appointed 12 new men, one from each tribe, and those became his core team. As I read those verses in relationship to vision, I wonder how many of us are trying to do vision like Joshua with Moses' team. I wonder if God is trying to challenge us to see the importance of selecting a team that has your heart without trying to force people to do what they were used to doing in another administration. If you think about it, when a new president takes office, he or she selects his or her cabinet and they become the team. How hard would it be to use an old team for a new vision? Yet many of us spend so much time exhausting ourselves with the task of breathing new life into people who don't see the promise the way God showed it to you. Visionaries, entrepreneurs, worshipers, and everything in between, pray for God to send you a new team. Your new team will match the vision God gave you. Pray for God to give new vision to the same people. Sometimes everybody just needs to have a vision adjustment. Readers and runners are connected to your writing, so write it. Preach it, record it, study it, do it. But whatever you do, make a determination today that your vision will not wither because all worshipers are visionaries. So your worship work is to water your vision today. Go back and look at what you wrote, revise it, share it, build it, plant it. Make a determination today that your vision will not wither because all worshipers are visionaries. For the vision is yet for an appointed time. <laughs> but at the end it shall speak and not lie. I guess what we're trying to say tonight that if the Lord said it, you can count on it and he'll do just what he said. Come on, yeah, just like mass by heaven, so like the vision. Make it plain. That they may run and not faint. Though the vision is only for a while. Witnesses tonight. Say it again, right? And make it plain. That they may
the vision tonight. Stand with the vision tonight. Hallelujah. The Lord has given you a vision tonight. That's for you. No matter what the devil says, no matter what people say, you know, people will get jealous of you, won't support you, it seems like whatever the Lord told you to do, it seems like every door has been closed in your face. Just keep this in mind that if the Lord said it, you can count on that. And he'll do just what he said. So you just shout in the devil's face and say, it is so. Come on, good friends. <laughs> 